0: I don't think there's anything else I have in my brain. Hey everybody, welcome back to Reading with Celebrities. I'm Lindsay. I'm Tiffany. And today is a check-in.
1: Yeah, last week we did our Golden Bookmark Awards, which were really fun. It was fun to go back and look at all the books that we read last year and remember what i read last year.
0: yeah because there were some that i was like oh my god that was last year like years <laughs> just run together yeah like when you realize point. what
1: your first book of the year was you're like man that seemed
0: so long ago and seeing the first book of the year brought me back because that's when we had uh unconfirmed covid and i remember just like laying in bed being like i don't know. <laughs>
1: Was the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo, and so I like I came out of the gates like running, like, I was like, This is gonna be a great year, like, look at me go because I think I finished that book quick, like, I was like, Let's do this, and then you get into a reading slump. (laughs) But I feel like I'm having the same thing right now where I like hit the ground running, like, I've listened, I've read eight books or read seven books, also listened to that audiobook, like, I was on a roll, and now I'm like,
0: Ew. Yeah, I don't think you're going to like what I have to say next, but I returned Remarkably Bright Creatures, because I have the, it was like, it was like a month and a half over Oh, yeah, you need to renew yeah. it. But I was able to get the audiobook, and I just, I haven't been able to visit it again. Like, yeah. I have time to, and I just I wonder, don't really have the motivation to pick it back up right now. I don't know. I don't know. know what it is. That's unfortunate. Yeah, so... I might just force myself at one point to finish it yeah an hour each day, yeah, then... I mean, that's how i think i th- I think
1: I know my issue is I think the two books that I'm reading are like non fiction books, and like so they're a little tougher to get through, yeah, those are and like so they're serious, I need to pay attention more, and so usually they take a little longer to read, and I think that's the frustration. It's, like, I'm just, like, not motivating myself to sit there and read them, and I want to read, like, I keep looking at, like, I have, like, a separate shelf of the books that I received, like, from Christmas on, so, and like, it's a huge stack, I mean, we went over it for our Christmas episode or whatever, and I just haven't been able to even grab any of those books to read, like, I'm so, like, I need to do this, and I need to do that, and then, like, the thing is, is I'm reading these two non-fiction books, our next... Reese's Club book is nonfiction, like it's a memoir. Yeah, and so
0: that's on hold at the library. I keep forgetting I gotta pick it up. Yeah, Tuesday.
1: Yeah, so that's why I'm like, I have a feeling like until I get through these like three books, (laughs) yeah. Which I think is like the book I chose for March out of my TBR jar was a James Patterson book. So that's a fast-paced book. Like maybe that'll get me back into it. Maybe I need to grab that first just to feel accomplished
0: (laughs) or something. I don't know. something.
1: Yeah, like, I just, I'm just, like, chilling in March, and I'm like, you haven't finished one book. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. But. All right, so, Remarkably By Creatures is on hold indefinitely for right now. Okay.
0: I just got a baby, like, Monday, because I only have, like, five hours left of it. Oh, okay. If I just do, like, an hour each day. Yeah. I can maybe go on walks and listen to it or something. Yeah. I think I figured out what it is. Yeah. What is it? Because I, I don't know about you, but I figured out the relationship mm-hmm. between Tova and, I can't even think of his name, Cameron? Is it Cameron. Cameron? Like, I figured that out almost yeah. immediately. Yeah. I don't think it's supposed to be hidden.
1: No, I don't think it is either. I think it's, okay. I think you're supposed to know, like, how Marcellus knows yeah. and it's about how they're gonna find out like how they find
0: out and I think I would rather have just been the whole thing been been the the octopus like short oh. stories of him looking and then you can have that thread running behind yeah to where he's like it's obvious she's upset about something he's not working here yeah I recognize these things and then it's just like a distant because his like part of it was like I'd get to his part. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, "This is great," and they're so short. They're so short. His is, his is and so then short. I would get to the next one, and like especially Cameron stuff. I'm like, "Oh my god, <laughs> I don't care."
1: Well, in his too, like I think it's frustrating because his storyline is he's he's there looking for his real father, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and he 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 has an idea of who he thinks his father is, which is completely wrong was, like,
0: immediately wrong and, like, and he we just, know he it has no reason to think it's this man except for it must be this man
1: yeah because there was a picture of him with his mom yeah so that's why he like assumes it's like that and so i think that's where it's also frustrating because like we know like you said we know the relationship yeah. and we know who his dad is and so when he's like spending all this time doing this we're like that's not correct <laughs>
0: you're wasting time
1: just yeah. stop but I do like, like, I like his relationship that he's forming with Toba. Like, I think their working relationship is super cute. And then I do like the surfer girl that owns, like, the surf shop. Mm-hmm. Like, I like their little, like, relationship. So I thought that was cute.
0: I like, um, what's his name? Eric, the the Irish or the Scottish guy that owns the grocery Oh, shop. oh my God, yeah, he's great. <laughs> he cracks me up. Especially yeah. the way he's, like, whatever that teenager. He's like, Tyler, go make a sandwich. Yeah, and how
1: he's, and how, and, like infatuated and how he has, like, a little crush on Toba is so cute. I just, like, yeah, I just, I think having, I will say this, like, if it was not for the Marcellus storyline, if this was just a story about a boy looking for his, like, father and, like, ends up in this town and there was no, like, octopus or anything to, like, have all this, like, I don't know that this would be as captivating as it is. I think
0: that's, I think that's the problem is that, like, the story outside of him is, yeah. is very bland, and that's what I'm struggling to get through. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking, like, if it had been all from his point of view or, like, little short stories, because it's funny when he talks about the people in
1: oh, he's the he's, Aquarium. Yeah.
0: And so I'm like, I wish it was just stories, like, him. Like yeah. Stories of, told by him.
1: Is, in the audio book, have you listened to part of the audio yet? Not yet. Oh, okay. Because I was going to ask, like, I wonder if his voice is going to be different than, like,
0: well, I have like three different voices that I think he could be. Yeah. So. <laughs> we'll oh, see I would actually. Turns. <laughs> yeah, Cause I'm cause... Like, it's Ryan Reynolds, and then I'm like, it's Benedict Cumberbatch, and then I'm like, it's Idris Elba. <laughs> like, oh,
1: okay. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I don't know if I like the Ryan Reynolds one, but the Idris Elba or Benedict, I could easily see. I like both of those choices. <laughs> the
0: Ryan Reynolds one comes from, like, sometimes he's very sarcastic. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah Ryan yeah. Reynolds pulls that off very well. Oh
1: yeah, he's great at that.
0: So. Yeah,
1: no, that's, yeah, Uh, I could see, I I could definitely see that, like, how, which I think is also, like, when we talk about Beartown, like, the people that complain, like, the book is so slow, Mm -hmm. and, like, but, like, I'm like, but, like, once you get to that part, (laughs) like, this book, like, and I'm like, but some people just don't have the patience sometimes to get to those parts in a book, which is unfortunate, same thing with, like, uh, the girl with the dragon trap. Dragon tattoo. I almost said the girl on the train. The <laughs> okay. girl
0: with the train tattoo. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so, but, like, if you get to, like, once you get to that one part, like, a book can just fly. And But I don't think that Remarkably Bright Creatures has that. Like, there's not, like, that immediate, like, like that plot kind of thing. Yeah.
0: And I think I know... I have a guess for what actually happened to... No, Eric's her son, not the grocery store guy. Oh, yes. I got that screwed up. Um, I think I... I have a guess as to what actually happened to Eric. And so, like... Right now, it's just kind of like, I gotta get through it Mm -hmm. to get through it. Yeah,
1: and maybe it is better, like, on audio. Like, maybe it'll be more enjoyable on audio.
0: We'll see. Because I was enjoying it it was just like I got to the point where I don't know like it was just on my nightstand and I was like oh yeah I gotta finish that I know like <laughs> and then I looked at the library and I was like oh yeah this was due like a century ago
1: well like how we were talking earlier like I had like a really lazy day yesterday and like this book literally just like sat beside me I read one chapter one chapter and it's not that it's a bad book just was like it's just- wasn't in the mood. Sometimes I haven't been you in...
0: you just need, like, pizza and a TV show. I had pizza yesterday, and I did watch TV. Thank you. Nice. Thank uh, you. <laughs> I had pizza, leftover pizza for lunch yesterday. Yeah,
1: I did. Thank you for that. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> thank you for validating my feelings. <laughs> and I don't... And again, the book's not bad. I literally just think I've been in a slump for two weeks, and I just need to... Either grab another quick book real quick to get out of it, or I don't know. I don't know.
0: That's what I ended up doing. Yeah. Because I read Horrid by Katrina Leno, which was one of my Christmas books. Christmas yeah, books. I think my mom, right? I think so. I think that one's for um, my mom. I gave it a three. Okay. It was a quick read. Yeah. I think like it needed some more, like, flushing out, like more time spent in the house, like, really making the house super creepy mm-hmm. um, than it was. Um, but it did a good job, kind of, of, like, I think, like, is, is the main character Jane? Because it starts with Jane and her mother, Ruth Ellen, or Ruth for short, are moving from L.A. back to her childhood home mm-hmm. in Maine, the small town in Maine, because her father passed away unexpectedly. And... He was not very good at money, and he kind of hid the fact that they were going broke. Um, and so after he passed, Jane's mother, Ruth, looked at their finances and was like, we can't afford to stay here. Oh, my God. So she was like, your know, best option is we sell this house. I have this house. All I need to do is pay taxes because it was, you know, left to me in a trust or whatever. We got to move back. And so obviously she's struggling with that. Something I did like was when Jane went to her new school, because she's a senior in high school, they were like, okay, like here's your, here's your buddy that's going to show you around the first day and kind of like help you get the ropes. And there was no, like, between her and then, so that was Alana, and then Alana's friend Susie. Like, they just kind of took Jane in right away as a friend, yeah. which was refreshing because a lot of times you get that. And they're like, hi, I'm your buddy, bitch. And then they're, like, super mean to them, you know? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> that's just the way you said it. <laughs> <laughs> But that was refreshing that she was able to, like immediately get an anchor with her friend like get yeah yeah Um, and then it's like she starts it just felt like there was some like it needed some more fleshing out and then um like kind of through the entire thing there's this whole like she moves into the it's like this mansion yeah and so they're fixing it up and stuff and there's this like she picks her bedroom and then there's this room down at the very end of the hallway that's locked and her mom's just like, that's storage, don't worry about it. But that's the one where It's never just noise, storage. No- noises keep coming from and the light keeps turning on even though it's locked. And so she finally looks under there and it's clearly a bedroom. Like She can see a bed and a yeah. dresser. And, um, and the reveal at the end is that that room actually belonged to to Jemima who was her sister Jane's sister and it was her mom um got pregnant in high school at 16 had this baby and then essentially like the grandmother took it up like took her over and uh, raised her uh, um but she died when she was 8 because they were digging up like these rose bushes in the back and they said don't go play over there she fell into one of the pits and got covered in dirt and suffocated and died oh my gosh yeah, but it turns out, like, Jemima was always evil. Uh, <laughs> so it didn't matter. It's <laughs> so, like, like, this whole reveal of, like, her being her sister, because there's a point where they talk about, like, how in Agatha Christie, one of the books is, like, um, the detective Poirot, like, he's trying to figure out this secret, and at the end it becomes so obvious, but he's like, everybody in the town knows the secret, so they just assume you know the secret, too, so they don't talk about it. Uh-huh. And so there was something very similar where everybody knew that this girl had died in this house and the circumstances surrounding it. Um, But they just assumed she knew, so they weren't talking about it. Yeah. Until the very end. But in my mind, I'm like, here's a girl with access to Google. And, like, everyone keeps hinting at something happening. And she's just like, what happened in this house? Why is it so crazy? And I'm like, you had some woman... like. People keep telling you that house is creepy mm-hmm. something happened in that house. You have a woman that lived outside that small town tell you, like, it's famous even outside of that town. Why don't you just Google it? Yeah, right? Like, if nobody I mean, else is going to
1: tell you, and like you said, if you have access to the internet...
0: Like, why would... Yeah. And um, another part that really bothered me was, so <laughs> she's like looking at this, the, the storage room, this bedroom... And it's locked, and all of a sudden it just unclicks and opens. Nope. And there were some creepy parts, like that part, um, there was a creepy part with a mirror that really got me, because, like, mirrors freak me out. Um, (laughs) So she goes into the room, and she finds a picture, and she's like, this little girl looks exactly like me, like, spitting image. And then she picks up this, this, like, hand mirror, and it gets all fogged up, and it says, like, hello, sister. And instead of being like, I'm being called sister, she goes, oh, this must be my aunt. This is my mother's sister. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You are literally being called sister. It doesn't say hello, niece. Right. It doesn't say hello, Jane. Yeah, it's not it talking says, to you. It hello, sister. So how could you, she couldn't figure this out until somebody <laughs> literally told her the story. And she confronts her mom on it like I had an aunt. And she, her mom says she was not your, like, she was never an aunt to you. Yeah. Yeah. But so it's like it's like I don't know this this girl went from being like super into mysteries and stuff that you would be like oh she'll be able to work through this to just being dumb. <laughs> and and it's like
1: it's pretty impressive like how a character in a book can be like seems so smart and so like intelligent but then when it comes to like figuring something out on their own or like a mystery they're like do, do.
0: <laughs> like yeah. like hello and she did have like a like, a girl in school who was mean to her, and that was her friend Alana's cousin. And they kept just saying, like, like, Melanie's sister is very sick and hinting that it has something to do with the house. And it turns out at the end that, like, Melanie's sister was friends with Jemima and was there when Jemima died Um. and couldn't get her out of the pit. Like, they make it sound like, like, um... Jemima fell in. Her sister tried to help her out. And it was just you know, two eight-year-olds in the dirt covered her, and she couldn't help her. Um, you find out at the end what really happened was Jemima, evil, went to go push the other girl in, and she stepped aside. Jemima fell in. And she had been, like, tormenting this girl. Yeah. <laughs> so the girl just kind of stood there and waited and then was like, oh, I should, maybe I should help. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, so she's just been haunted by the fact that she like she waited too long to get help mm-hmm. like because she was actually a good person that she's like I, even if yeah. she was mean to me like I should yeah. have gone and helped her
1: And I mean that's gotta be like traumatizing in and of itself that you couldn't save somebody so you're watching somebody die and like mm-hmm. you said that she died at a young age so that's also like that's your whole life that you're thinking about this and again like you said like knowing that you didn't go in time yeah so.
0: Even though the girl like t- tried to kill her, yeah, first I know,
1: yeah. I know, because like at the same time it's like that was self defense. Like I moved out of the way because she tried to push me in, kind of thing. Yeah,
0: um, so it was just kind of like for me when there's really good horror, it's the like the, the protagonist is smart and tries to like logically work around things, yeah, figure things out, and I think it's just such a cop out when you make the main character dumb.
1: Yes, especially to the reader, like, Mm -hmm. when the reader's like, come on, like, don't be
0: stupid. Yeah, like, where I'm like, really, she literally called you sister, and you just assume it's an aunt? Yeah, like, and I think, too, like,
1: sometimes, like, an author will do that to, like, lead up to, like, a big twist, but, like, if the reader already, like, knows, like, it's just disappointing,
0: like i would have liked that reveal to be a lot sooner in the book mm-hmm. like maybe halfway and then her trying to figure out because towards the end she starts being manipulated by the ghost like no i was good or like you know trying to like you know sometimes bad people just need to get it because they're the her bully at school is like you know being mean to her and stuff and trying to she trying to Encourage her to get revenge. Oh, so like I actually think that like that struggle at the end of the book would have been more interesting. You just needed the reveal sooner. Yeah. So, um, and it's always frustrating when like, because then the mom was like, "I tried to tell you so many times on our drive here." And she's like, well, you should have tried harder. I'm like, yes, she should have tried harder. Like, this would have set up the book so much better. Well, and
1: also, how did you try? Did you really
0: try? Yeah.
1: It's always like, well, I was going to tell you. When? When were you going to tell me? Because you got caught.
0: Yeah.
1: You know? Like, well, I was going to tell you. No, you weren't. The only reason you're confessing now is because I confronted you.
0: Yeah. So I think it, like, that's kind of where it fell short. But it did have some creepy moments, and it wasn't like horrible it was kind of nice they left her romance aspect out oh that is nice which was nice because um, at first when she gets a job at the like local coffee shop yeah it's being run by her friend Susie's older brother uh-huh. and i was like god damn it here we go but it wasn't like he like <laughs> it was just it was really nice like he yeah. was kind of more of a big brother so i was like that's it's, cool
1: it's so funny like how like that you don't like like romances at all like not even like just like a sprinkle <laughs> of a romance you're like take it out yeah
0: well, it's just it. sometimes it feels so forced almost like the author feels like i have to include yes this.
1: exactly especially if it's supposed to be like a horror book or something like why do we need romance why do we need yeah. somebody to be happy at the end kind of thing um i will say i do think this book should be a nominee for best cover for next year oh no the
0: cover's great
1: like that cover is so beautiful
0: It's, like, beautiful and creepy. Yes. Because the other thing is, the main character, like, some of it is, like, generational stuff. Like, it's obvious that her grandmother had this, like, rage inside her. But as soon as she had Ruth, that rage was gone. But that rage had been passed down to her daughter. Uh And they talk about how she had such a bad habit of, like, chewing the ends of her hair when she would get mad or Mm upset. Because it was calming to her. Yeah, that eventually the mom just like cut all of her hair off. She's like, "You're ruining your hair." Oh my gosh! So, so Ruth had always had short hair, and then Ruth had Jemima, and Jemima obviously is evil. Like she had this rage too, but she would go out and eat rose petals. Oh! And so Jemima, Jemima died, and then they had um, Ruth had Jane, and Jane's thing is when she gets upset, she eats pages out of books. And her mom catches her, and she's like, you cannot eat things that are not food, and that was kind of a hint towards, like, Jemima eating rose petals and stuff. Yeah. And so Jane is kind of like, is this just a thing we pass down to each other, and we're always going to be, like, all of our daughters are going to be eating something we Yeah. Eat?
1: Well, and that's also something, like, instead of just saying, we you can't eat things that aren't food, like, maybe explain, like, I know this is a nervous thing when you get scared, like, I had, this is what I did, this mm-hmm. is what... I mean, you don't know you have a sister yet, but this is what your sister did, like, this is something, and this is how we work through it, instead of being like, you can't eat this.
0: And somehow she'd been hiding this from her mom since she was like 17, she was 17 years old. Oh my gosh. And she talked about how the first time she did, she was like 11, and they kind of hint about the rage throughout. Yeah. Because she talks about how she's like furious with her dad for dying unexpectedly, and that's why they're in Maine, and maybe he would feel, like, she would feel better if they did. You know, like, money-wise, they couldn't stay in L.A., so they moved together to Maine and how he yeah. would have made sure that that house was full of, you know, laughter and love. Yeah. Instead of what it is, but... And then it was just another thing where it was, like, obviously people kept hinting towards there being something in the house. You have two good friends. Ask them. Just say, why does everybody really keep saying this? I don't know. Yeah,
1: tell me. Yeah. So... I will say... For horror books and like thrillers and scary books, it's always like the moving to like the East Coast, right? Like the Maine, Massachusetts. Like it's it's that Stephen King thing, right? Like it's so much creepier to live there than like beautiful, I think sunny, it's
0: cold, yeah, and dark. yeah.
1: Like instead of sunny California, like for it to be t- so that you can feel. Like, the horror and the scariness, like, mm-hmm. talking about the fall and, like, how dark it is and stuff. Like, it's so funny. Like, when you said they moved from California to, like, Maine, I was like, or was it Maine, right? It was Maine. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was just like, well, that just sets up the perfect.
0: <laughs> and they move <laughs> in, like, like, right before Halloween. Oh, absolutely. Too. You have and to. And the death happened on Halloween. Of course it did. And that's why the mom did. never liked Halloween. Of course it did.
1: It's not going to so, happen on New Year's over here. No. Or Christmas, you gotta make it so,
0: creepy. Yeah. So yeah. I, like I said, it wasn't it wasn't terrible. <laughs> it did like there was a spooky moment where like she hears somebody outside, so she goes outside. Like she's just standing on the porch looking around. Mm-hmm. She's like, Alright, there's nobody. She turns around and there's just like a rose Yeah, there. So she picks it up and she just like throws it on the table. And then she looks and there's a mirror right there and it's her standing there holding the rose and she's like what the fuck and then she looks down and she's actually holding the rose oh no <laughs> so like that creeped me out so I was like oh, mirrors um
1: have you ever gone into like one of those mirror rooms like at a haunted house like
0: yeah well i hate them because i not only is it mirrors but like i run like i i cannot figure out like just as i think i'm safe i'm like right into one I'm, and if like, you're
1: oh. and if you're running full force
0: yeah god <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, that's funny so. well um, I'm glad you finished the book because I <laughs> I'm stuck in mine so I'm maybe stuck. next
0: week I'll have something important to talk about maybe I'll get out mm-hmm. of my reading slump. <sighs> maybe next week I will have finished Remarkably Bright Creatures
1: yeah I picked another
0: small book to get through
1: yeah I'm hoping again because this is that memoir that the one
0: for Christmas that
1: one, year. Yeah, yeah the, the memoir that, it was the blind date with a book. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think right now, like, the thing is, is, like, I mean, he's telling us his life story from, like, the beginning. From what he remembers of, like, with his parents, like, the constant, like, moving and the secrets and the paranoia of, like, they always seem to be, like, on the run. Like, they're going from, like, Houston to Mexico, like, at a drop of a hat. Like, all of a sudden, his dad's like, we gotta go. And, we gotta go. yeah, and you don't know why, and they're very like you they always just feel like somebody's watching them, but I think what's frustrating is I don't know why yet, <laughs> so I'm just like,
0: yeah,
1: like right now they're living in Mexico, and I'm just like, but like why who why are we on the run? <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> like, like, what's going on, And I don't want to Google it to like ruin it for myself, <laughs> so
0: well, but- I will tell you. I did Google it. Okay. And I could not find anything.
1: (laughs) Well, and So I also thought the same thing of, like,
0: I'm, like, curious as to, like,
1: if he found out anything, or if he's like, I still don't know why we were on the run, and then it's going to have, like, that kind of unsatisfying, like, feeling of, like, we were on the run my entire childhood, and I still don't know why.
0: Well, I did find some, like, blogs by people who had read it, and they wouldn't spoil the ending. But they did, they mentioned, like, they hinted that he did eventually find out. Okay.
1: I hope he did. Like, I hope that if you're writing a book like this, that you're giving us some sort of, like, closure (laughs) to what you found out. And so, that's what that's the only thing is, like, I'm just, like, curious as to why it's a constant, like, all of a sudden, he, like, they're living in Houston, and all of a sudden, he's like, we gotta go. Like, and the sad thing is, like, they had to leave their dog behind. (laughs) I got so sad. I was like, you take the damn dog with you. (laughs) So... That was so that like will protect you. I know. So that's kind of where like I find it intriguing and interesting, and like him living in Mexico, like at a young age, like how he's learning Spanish and stuff, and like because he like they're not like in like Cancun or something. They're like I forget they're where like,
0: they're like in Mexico.
1: Yeah, and they were standing, staring, staying like in a villa where it's mm-hmm. like everybody speaks Spanish. The school he went to was speak they spoke Spanish, so he had to like learn pretty quickly. So but yeah, I just that's my only thing is I just I want to get to that part of like please tell me why they're on the run so I can have that. But other than that, I think I should be able to finish it this week if I put my mind and my money to it, right? No. I'm just, I don't know
0: what. It's another lazy day.
1: Yeah. Today's the day. Today is that day. Today's but yeah. The day. Um anything else? What else?
0: I got nothing. That's
1: it. Yeah. No, I'm, I definitely think that that book, we might be hearing about it in next year's Golden Bookmark Awards for prettiest cover. Yes. (laughs) If not you, I might nominate it
0: myself. (laughs) I did not read this, but. I know,
1: you. that's what you did for, remember, um, the Joy Luck Club?
0: Oh, yeah, that was a pretty good cover. Yeah. I did win.
1: (laughs) So, okay, well, we are approaching 1,400 followers on Instagram, which is Reading with Celebs. Our Twitter is Reading W Celebs. Please go give us a like, follow, subscribe, review, all of those fun things. And we will see you next week. Happy reading. Bye, guys. Bye.